welcome to another edition of the Paul's Body Engineering Podcast. Today we bring you episode number 66, and I'm very lucky to have another special guest with me. I've been incredibly uh, grateful over the last couple of weeks to have some amazing, inspiring people come on my podcast, just my little podcast, but um, it's so humbling to have these individuals give up their time and, and talk about their passion. And today's no different. Um, today I've got Genoa Van Keekum, who is the founder and uh, facilitator of Mind Maverick, a, a meditation platform that's not like most others. It's certainly very, very different, but very appealing. I'm lucky enough to be doing his course right now, and I find it incredibly insightful. Um, it's very easy to follow, very simplistic, but very, very useful, and I'm really, really enjoying it. So without any further ado, let's get on with the podcast. Bye. Okay, Genoa Van Kikam from Mind Maverick. Welcome to the podcast. How are you, mate? I'm grateful, mate. Thanks for uh, thanks for putting the time to have a chat. Oh, not a problem, mate. I appreciate the time you're giving up as well. Um, it's it's a very interesting time for everybody at the moment, as uh, as we can all appreciate. So it's good to to just have some good open conversations about various aspects of life and uh, and how we can help people too, which is I guess where we're going to head with this uh, with this podcast. So look, you're obviously the brains behind Mind Maverick. Um, and obviously, I've got the opportunity to sort of work through your current course at the moment, which has been really eye-opening, as we were just talking about off-podcast. But what I wanted to obviously talk to you more about is um, your story before you got into meditation, how you got into it, and why it's been so remarkably beneficial to you, and then why you're currently teaching it. So do you want to take us back to when that was, your story beforehand, and how you sort of came across it? And you know, were you somewhat of a skeptic or anything like that before you got into it? Or was it, has it always been part of your life? You know, I'd love to know more. Mate, I was a huge skeptic. I, uh, so I learned when I was about, was that 27, 28? Okay. And up until that point, I was, I thought it was a bunch of fucking hippie shit. And I was like, <laughs> and my, my old man is reasonably spiritual. So I've been exposed to it. Yeah. But, he grew up in school. All I cared about was playing footy and sport and girls. And I was like, I'm not interested in this stuff. And I didn't understand it. So I never gave it a chance. Yep. And I always say to people, if you'd have told me, well, even 10 years ago, uh, so I would have been 25, uh, 10 years ago, even then, if you'd have told me that a few years later, I would have A, become a daily, twice a day, have a meditator or become a teacher, I would have told you pretty, pretty quickly where to go. And um, and last night, <laughs> it's pretty. I always have a bit of a chuckle how it uh, how it played out and, and and changed. So I I studied a couple of degrees. So I ended up um, my, my masters was in commerce and, and marketing. Sort of followed that that route. Uh, I actually was originally in Adelaide and moved to Sydney for for the for the job. Yep. Uh, working in corporate, and that was you know those days were literally. I was like every other suit living in Paddington in Sydney. I'd wear my suit read the newspaper on the bus way to work, get to work, eat my music at the desk behind a computer all day and then go home. And that was my, you know, go to the pub some beers or whatever. Yeah. And that was, uh, that was my routine. I did that for like a solid year. And I was like, it doesn't feel like me. And I'd previously had a fair bit of experience in uh, the alcohol industry. So I managed a bar for years and I knew a lot of okay. people. In the industry. Uh, my old boss actually launched a, an alcohol uh, beverage company, independent one. And he's like, I need a state manager from New South Wales that I trust. You want to do it? I'm like, yeah, yeah. So I jumped on board that. And it was great. That was seven years of working with that company. Great company. And funnily enough, it's just how the universe works, right? Like one of my first clients working for the alcohol company, I became friends with them and they were meditators and they were what I deemed as normal people. And I was okay. like, oh, 
because I hadn't, I'd, I'd just never really given it much time. I'd sort of been like, yeah, yeah, whatever, mate, not for me. And um, I always thought that my mind was too busy or whatever it was. And, and, they were, and one of the, uh, the guy that um, owned the restaurant, he was a head, he was a head chef as well. And he was in his sixties and he was a lad, like he surfed and he was a bit of a hard ass and he, we'd catch up and drink coffee and talk about life. And he was like, you know what, mate? I said, what? He goes, I just wish I'd learned meditation when I was younger. And I was like, really? He goes, yeah, it's, just, it's a power tool. And I was like, oh. And that kind of, because from a, a bloke that I, that I trusted and yeah. respected, I was like, oh. And then I started researching and doing podcasts and I was in a Tim Ferriss phase and it's all around high performers. And there was such a common theme. Most high performers had some kind of, and it's even now science yeah. states that. Most high performers have some kind of meditation and mindfulness in their routine, daily routine. And I was like, mate, if all the people who are way ahead of you and way more forward thinking than you um, see value in it, like pull your head out your ass. So I finally learned. And when I learned, it changed the game for me. I was like, wow. So, you know, growing up, I'd experienced anxiety. I could almost vomit from anxiety when I was younger. Wow. I sleep headphones in. So yep. I, that's how I, I have a TV on, headphones in to keep shit going. So my head is too crazy. Yeah, wow. Yeah, drinking with my numbing uh, mechanism every weekend to you know push through and so that's how I operated and I was pretty high level and high energy and and over the you know it's almost been a, almost a decade just under a decade that I've been meditating um it just started to my experience of life just started changing okay. uh, to the point where I was like everyone needs to be doing this uh, like this is it's not about being religious it's nothing to do with religion it's just it's spirituality like i was like fuck all that it's just this technique that you do that you sit and close your eyes yep. and it changes the game whether it's how um much you can focus whether how better you how quick you recover from from exercise you know um it impacts how engaged you can be with your partner or how aware you are of how you operate in your own mind and body because if you want to change anything you need to be aware of it and you know anxiety stress aren't even a thing uh and i was like right but when i looked into the the base of meditation mm. it was still very much uh, well it really aligned to the stigma which is why i didn't get in, involved in the first place because a lot yep. of the teachers out there were oh you know purist and kind of this you know consciousness and you know rah, 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 and find this inner peace and i was like that ain't me and i wouldn't i wouldn't have learned from any of those teachers and and not to discredit their way of approaching it which is of course uh, but for my mates and myself, it was just not a not really a, an attractive space. And everyone's going around thinking that meditation means you have to better clear your mind or clear your thoughts, which is the biggest mis- misconception around. And so yep. a, lot of, a lot of things and barriers for people to, to learn. And sort of I had this opportunity to come up. I was still working for the alcohol company and I was actually looking to launch my own distillery. I had a business plan. I had business partners. I was, I was, I was keen to go do something for myself. I was always yep. And this opportunity came up to on Instagram to become a meditation teacher. And I was like, something about it just ticked. And at the time I was speaking to my boss and he was like, oh, I was telling him that I was going to leave his company to start my own competitor company. Not in an aggressive way because we're still mates now. He's like, sure. I, respect I did the same thing, blah, blah. Yep. And he's like, just, just hold that thought. Was, what do you really want to do? And I was like, uh, and you know, that made you think. Cause I was like, yeah. I wanted to <clears throat> things I wanted to do weren't attached to launching distillery, and so when I stopped, it was like it was about that time the opportunity to become a teacher came up, and I was like, 
that's what I want to do. And I told him, he's like, mate, I fully support it. He supported me for the whole, while I was studying, everything was amazing. And so, yeah, I studied with intention to kind of mess with the space a little bit and bring a whole slightly more rough around the edges approach to it and just make it more, the technique itself is so powerful. Whether you believe in it or not, it doesn't matter. You just got to be able to sit and close your eyes and it works. And I was like, if I as many people understand that and not feel awkward about doing it, that's what I want to do and just normalize it. And, and from that, as soon as I launched the business, it was like my, all my family now meditate and I've pushed on and push anyone. They came to me. And I'm <laughs> wow. Like, that's cool. Like, yeah. Like most of my, all my best mates pretty much um, do it or if they haven't learned are open. And so I'm like, this is what I want to create. We're a world where it's just normal where we're doing these techniques and it's not like, Oh, who's that weirdo meditating? It's like, who's that high performer? Who's ahead of the game? Who's forward thinking? Who doesn't give a shit what everyone, everyone else thinks? Yeah, you know, that, that's my frame around it. So um, that was kind of the pathway into me meditating from pure skeptic to now my business is based around teaching people meditation and, and doing mentoring. So um, it just thinks of a transformation. Yeah, hundred percent. That's unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. To, did you? I'm going to go on a tangent here, or a bit of a side note. But did you end up um, pursuing your distillery goals, or no? Just Really? In the bin, told the boys, I was like, sorry, I'm out. Um, before we before we pulled the trigger, and they're like, yeah, yep. respect that. Uh, the distillers now, he launched his own distillery, but I, I moved out. I'm totally out of that game. Wow. Uh, love booze, love having a drink, but yep. I'm no longer in, the, um, in that business. So, yeah, it's kind of... Oh, there you go. Slide into a moment. How about that? Yeah. It, it that, really was. Yeah, that's unreal. That's very cool. So, uh, um, so take us back to your first full meditation experience and talk us through that because obviously you came from a skeptical background you know a little bit of woo-woo maybe thinking but talk us through the very first time you did it and 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 the 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 moment where you went hang on a second this is for me yeah so the technique that i learned is called vedic meditation that's what i and that's also what i and what i end up studying to become a teacher so that's the the foundational knowledge that i work from and when i went to learn as part of when you learn, I actually went the full hog. Like I didn't just do like an introductory thing. I went the full hog, which means it was, it was a solid investment for, for me as well. Yep. It was a full course. And as part of it, there was a mini ceremony at the beginning, which I didn't wow. I was just, I had to sit there and watch. I didn't have to do anything. Yep. But part of it, for the Vedic, if you learn Vedic or, or, or a transcendental style, you need to bring some fruits and flowers for the ceremony just to sort of give the teacher. Okay. I was like, okay, this is a bit, this is unusual for me. Like never, I was never into that kind of stuff. And I was like, look, but, I'm just going to give this a chance because everyone else speaks so highly of it. If I can just get mm. past the awkwardness. Yep. And I remember standing there waiting at the door and I was like, fuck, if my mate see me right now, then I was what are you doing with three pieces of fruit and a bunch of flowers? Let me in, let me in. It was just, and I got in. And a uh, little ceremony was like the um, Jackie, who's my teacher and now still a good friend of mine, uh, she, she taught me and I remember sitting there the whole time going, what is, I don't even know what was going on. And she was singing this little song and waving around the incense and flowers and I was just sitting there just going with it. And yep. the first time I sat there, I was just like, I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, am I meant to be clearing my mind? Because I was like, my mind isn't clear. I'm thinking so much right now. And, <laughs> and, I, sit there and I got my mantra and I was working the mantra. And then uh, the, the next three days we did coaching through the next three days to actually make you understand it. And then I started to understand, it's like, okay, there are so many different styles of meditation out there. Yep. Uh, you know, the apps are so, so different to mm. say what I teach. 
And this is what I couldn't get my head around. I was like, ah, so I'm not meant to clear my thoughts. Like thinking's actually okay and it's part of it. You're meant to mm. between the thoughts and the mantra and it's actually doing stress release and it's not meant to be blissful always. Sometimes meditation is really uncomfortable. That's a good thing. And so I got my head around it. And then I remember for the first few weeks of meditating, I um, was really, really tired. I was so exhausted. And I was like, and I was a bit frustrated. I was like, isn't meditation meant to be like, make me perform better and be more energized and yep. more sharp the rest. And I remember asking Jack and I was like, you know, what's going on? And she's like, so the technique that you've learned is a type of meditation that's designed to help your body release and process the buildup of stress and tension and fatigue that you've carried throughout your life. Cause that's where our bodies operate. We carry stress mm. and, fatigue. and the best way for bodies to process that is by deep rest. And that's what this meditation technique is doing for your body. It's giving your body deep rest. And so when you first start, often there is a unstressing process or your body working through like what it's held on to. Cause we're so, so good at pushing through. Yep. And she's like, let's think about your last 10 years of your life. I'm like, oh, work hard, play harder. So I was like, uh, there's a lot of my body with a lot of fatigue. I still, you know, I'd go out and I'd work all week. You know, I'd be drinking for work. I'd go out Friday, go out Saturday night, have a blowout, get out in the morning. I still go to the gym and train my ass off, sweat it out. And yep. go over Sunday. Gym. My body's on a lot of pressure. So my body was um, just releasing fatigue. And she goes, your body's holding on to that. Your body needs to release it. And in the first few, sta- uh, first few weeks, you might actually feel a bit of that come through. So at first I was a bit unsettled and, and rattled. Mm. then when I allowed my body to work through it, then I went and up-leveled. I was like, ah. Oh. Like, wow. Just so much less reactive, so much more calm, so much more creative, like yeah, focused. And uh, like even now, I look back at how I even looked, you know, five and ten years ago. I look way better now. Yeah, okay. Then it's, it's crazy because you know, just the health of my body and my nervous system has totally transformed. And so it went from initially a bit of a shake-up to then – little stages of up level up level and then also throughout the process is we we normalize the experience just like in in exercise right if you yep. first start seeing some shifts in the body like oh wow and then it becomes the new normal and you're like mm. oh, am, I, am i losing anything anymore i'm putting on weight anymore it's like no no that's just your new baseline that's right that's, that's right what happened with me with meditation like at first i was like oh yeah things are changing and i was like i think i stopped working i just sit here and close my eyes and say a mantra and think a little bit and, and kind of whatever and then I'm kind of back out and I realized that I've now up, up leveled to the new normal. And then sort of, I sort of asked like my parents, for example, like a good test to do is to ask people close to you. Like, do they think you've changed much? And their response was pretty evident that they were quite happy. <laughs> that I, <laughs> I just stuck to it. I was like, isn't that much of an answer? But anyway, um, so yeah, that was my sort of first experience of, of meditation. First little wow. That's cool. That's very cool. That's cool. All right. So let's get into it then in regards to it. Obviously, you teach it now. So so talk about the benefits of it. Because, like, you know, and now is a perfect example. Um, you know, we're in a highly strung situation at the moment, as many people are with lockdowns and stuff like that. Everyone's stressed. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of mental health. So talk about the benefits of meditation, the various aspects that you particularly teach that can help everyday people, you know, me included in, in regards to you may not, possibly believe in it or you may be a little bit skeptical about it first but if you give it the option or give it the opportunity it can certainly help with those sort of issues so the style that i work with um which is different to all the apps that work with uh, mantra and the fundamental of this style of, of meditation is based around the fact that 
and it's the fact science that our bodies accumulate stress and tension and fatigue. We, we hold on to it, right? So every time we've, you know, we got picked on and had an argument and this happened and that happened, our bodies carry that. You know, we have big stuff that goes on in our lives. We hold on to that. Sometimes it's big trauma, sometimes it's little experiences that we, we, we take on. Also with fatigue, we're, we're very good at pushing through as human beings. And so we're pretty resilient in that sense. But what is happening is we're just kicking back the debt, you know, kicking the can down the road. We can push through, push through, push through, push through. And for most of us, what I see is a lot of my clients, they wait till they break. Right. It's like, okay, now I need something. Yep. And our bodies can only handle so much. And what it looks like is over top, like the fact that you look at the society now and to say you have anxiety is just normal. Yeah. No question. No one questions. Oh, you have an anxiety? Yeah, you don't even think. That's not to have the level of anxiety we have. A small amount of anxiety is, is natural. That's part of our, how we've evolved and part of mm-hmm. our survival mechanism and, and our stress response. But the extent to which people now just like kids at, at primary school saying they are stressed and have anxiety, that's not a normal way to, for our human being for a human being to operate. Mm. Being depressed, you know, insomnia, you know, addictive behaviours. Yeah. level, what is now normal in society is not normal, and it's because our nervous system is under pressure. Because we're very good at numbing, we're not taught to feel. You know, we're not taught to look after ourselves, and we're taught that. I mean, and don't get me wrong, nutrition and exercise are very, very fucking valuable parts of healthy uh, of our health, but we're not really taught how to look after our nervous systems and our brains properly. No, that's right. And what is, uh, what is involved in every single thing we do, whether it's how we respond to exercise, how, how bodies metabolize food, um, you know, how decisions we make around food and exercise, how we, we recover from stress, how we respond to situations, it's our brain and nervous system. And that's the one part we don't look after. And this is why most of us are now finding that we aren't quite performing like we used to. You know, maybe I'm just feeling a little bit more, you know, frazzled, frazzled and I'm easily, I'm easily rattled and I'm a bit more frustrated now and a bit more down. It's because our nervous systems are just under, under more and more pressure. And at some point, it's going to manifest into something for us, whether it's happening now, five yep. years, in 10 years. It manifests in some way, mental or physical. And so what this technique of meditation is designed to do is to help the nervous system and help stabilize and help um, de-excite and take off some of the pressure. So the way our bodies naturally process stress and fatigue is by deep rest. We've got to bed at night. Now, the amount of stimulus we're exposed to in just one day just outweighs what our bodies can actually process. If you think about all the stuff, unless we're involved, like what is, I think there's some kind of a comparison done to what we're exposed to now in a day is comparable to what we're exposed to in a whole lifetime, like 300, 300 years ago, something like that. Wow. Now, we haven't had a few hundred thousand years of biological evolution for our nervous systems and brains to keep up with that, to be able to process that. That's why we're in the state that we are now. Yep. And so you wake up every morning, and there's still some debt from the day before. And so what, medita- what this technique of meditation is designed to do is designed to allow you to have these two you know, one or two times of the day where you are not up and about and doing and eyes open and trying to think and solve problems. Mm-hmm. We're just allowing your body to just be in the moment and rest in the sense of you are using a mantra as like a little anchor. So the idea is that you're, you, it's fine to think because thinking is part of the process. 
And the way it works is you just sit with your eyes closed and you whisper a mantra inside your mind. Now, a mantra isn't an affirmation. Like an affirmation is like, I am powerful or, you know, I am worthy or I am love or they are sort of mantra has been a bit hijacked. So mantra right. in a sense, that's not a mantra. That's an affirmation. A mantra is just like a, a mind vehicle is a translation. It's like, it's like a sound vibration. And most mantras are a Sanskrit sound. So Sanskrit is the ancient uh, Indian language, arguably the oldest language in the world. And this language is um, said to be onomatopoetic of nature. So like bang, clap, crash. And so when we use these, these mantras, what they do is they engage our mind and we enter a different brainwave frequency. And what it does is we actually, our minds, for a moment, they go beyond the relative thinking. So the ego and the doing and the blah, blah. Even whether it's for five seconds, while you're saying the mantra, your mind will forget for a moment what's going on. Yeah. It does that. It de-excites. And when it de-excites, because the mind and body are connected, ultimately. They're one, really. They're, not, they're more than connected. Now, when the mind finally goes beyond the doing and the survival and the, the throes of life, the body responds and goes, oh, we're not doing for a moment. We can just, we're literally just sitting here comfortably on a chair or in the front seat of my car or on a park bench or whatever. Oh, we can rest for a moment. And the body then goes into deep rest. And when the body goes into deep rest, because it's no longer in survival or doing or recovering all the, all the, the other things that we do in our lives, it has a chance to start working off the deep stuff. So the old stress and fatigue that we have in our systems. Mm. And so that this is designed to help the body remove the old buildup of stress, tension and fatigue, as opposed to, in my opinion and definition, a lot of the apps which are based around um, the mindfulness styles of meditation. So these, most of the apps are techniques that were, um, that are really, really great to use. I use them as tools. Yep. So they're calming you in the now. That makes sense. So the yep. way that I take it around it, it's daily practice. You just do it every day, regardless. It doesn't matter if you're feeling great or you're feeling terrible. While the apps are great tools to help you at a moment in time, you've only got like two minutes, I'll quickly do a body scan, I'll quickly do a guided or help you go to sleep. Um, so it's kind of, they're kind of great tools to use combined. Um, yep. The tech I work with and the reason why I work with it is because the idea is that if you're able to maintain that as a consistent practice, you won't need those tools as much. Like you won't experience the anxiety as much. You won't experience the stress as much. Uh, you will sleep better. Uh, and that is, they're the byproducts of, of doing this this practice, which wow, yeah, most people I work with. It's, it's slightly different for everyone. Everyone's got a different nervous oh, of course. Like fatigue, meet my anxiety. So it's slightly different for everyone, but it's um, yeah, I obviously swear by it and so do the people I work with. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay, so let's talk about your course then. So you know, obviously it's been going for a little while. You now I've seen that you've got some great endorsements on your site. Um, Talk about how it, how easy it is to access the, the simplification of it because I found it incredibly easy to, to run and operate. Um, and, you know, obviously who can benefit from it? Like I'm assuming it's for everybody really, isn't it? Anyone? So the, the way I work is I have I've designed a, a scale of options. So I've, I've literally got like a free mini course, which is just something basic yep. just to get to understand. So I also appreciate that if you don't know this, it doesn't make sense to you. Um, it can be there's a resistance like well I want to spend my money on something I don't understand don't, I don't trust so I have something that like that's a little bit of an entry level like understand the different types it's also 
it's important to uh, be mindful of the fact that there are different types of meditation that might work differently and better for some people. Some people prefer, maybe they just want to be guided the whole time. That's yep. fine. They're allowed to do that. You know, so I, the whole idea of what I teach is around helping them to become self-sufficient. So the whole basic here is I want to make the apps redundant in a way. I want to make it so everyone can meditate anytime, anywhere without having to plug into an app, without having to be guided and without having to, having to have their you know, incense or their meditation cushion. It doesn't matter if it's loud and noisy. So it's designed for everyday busy people who want to perform better and fit it into their lives. So you've got that. Then I have a, uh, like a pre-recorded, which is what the one that you're doing, that program yep. that you go through. And that's designed to take over sort of 21 days and drip feed you the information yep. and tools. I mean, you practice it for, for seven days and then it feeds in the next level around neuroscience stress release and then practice again. And that's designed to help you actually integrate the process into your life. And then next level up is actually working with me personally. Some people prefer to just sit in their own time and some prefer to work with me one-on-one and do um, an in-depth style or do you can even do the full process, which then involves the ceremony, which I offer to, if people want to go down that route as well. Okay. Extra, there is a whole another level of uh, mentoring. So there's a whole second um, sort of, there's all staged for depending what people are after. That's unreal. That's good. So yeah, so it doesn't matter, you know, what type of individual you are, what, what background you come from, there's something for everyone, which is important to understand. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of resistance to it. And the fact is like, whether you, whatever you believe in, whether you're like, I, I don't have a religion that I, that I um, live by. I've always been pretty open-minded in, in actually, no, I haven't at all. I was very closed-minded in the early stages. Yep. Now I've become a lot more open-minded into different philosophies and different ways of, of looking at the world and the beauty of this and the way I teach and the way the process works is you could be the most non-believing person in the world. <laughs> if you would sit there, close your eyes and say the mantra and it's going gonna, it's gonna to do stuff for you. That's what I like about it as well. So it doesn't matter, um, you know, where you come from or, um, what your beliefs are or anything like that. Unreal. Well, I guess that's important to differentiate because a lot of people will assimilate religion with meditation or spirituality with meditation when, you know, they are somewhat, you know, separate paths that you can take. So it's important that they understand because, you know, like, like I said at the start before, you know, if you had asked me five years ago, like you said at the start, you know, if I was to do some meditation, well, no, don't be stupid. No, yeah, whatever. But, um, you know, it, it's good to have an open mind and, and realise that this is for everyone and it can actually really help you too. Oh, um, so talk to me about like, so, so someone with that example in mind, you know, maybe they're a little bit sceptical or a little bit unsure or anything like that. What's your advice or recommendation in regards to maybe, you know, dipping their toe in the water and giving this a go? Obviously, you've got the free mini course, but in terms of understanding what it can do, what's some advice or recommendations you can give in regards to that type of person? Yeah, so often uh, some there are some barriers that come up for people mm. and you know one of them is around i mean I've, I've touched on the fact already that i think one of the biggest barriers is people think they have to get to clear their mind and empty their mind I think yeah yeah cool. so just to be clear it's not right trying to stop your mind from thinking is like trying to stop your heart from beating <laughs> right right yeah. so monks and yogis who live like monks and yogis out on a hill or a mountain or in a cave somewhere and all they do is meditate all day or contemplate and they don't, you know, live life like we do. Yep. They got to do that. So this is where I think there's a mistake. There's a lot of people, a lot of teachers will regurgitate what they've heard a yogi or a monk say you know, and clear your mind of the day. Rah, rah. 
I remember I used to go to yoga studios and I'd do, I'd do some yoga, which was great. And then uh, at the end of it, they'd be like, oh, I'll tell your thoughts today. And I'd be like, now you just made them fucking worse. Like now, who, anyone else here? Anyone else here clear their thoughts? Because now well, there's no way it's going on. So um, just to be clear, it's not about uh, clearing your thoughts or controlling um, your mind. The other thing to be uh, aware, and another sort of barrier that I have for people that are sort of skeptical and a bit unsure is that there's a, there's kind of a fear sometimes that people lose their edge. You know, yeah. Very Good scary, point. You know, and it's because we often get addicted to that stress feeling. Mm. We're like adrenaline and cortisol in the system, which is like gets us ready to fight or yeah. run away. That's mind for. Now that can also be addictive and it can um, trick us into thinking we're actually being productive. So when you're in that stress mode, you're not productive. You're focusing on, the, the nature of the mind focuses on the negative. So it's like you can focus in, but your ability to think creatively, expansively, you know, respond in a, in a, uh, like a compassion or um, more aware manner is really, really hindered. And it's also really taxing for the body. Oh, totally. If you're running in that stress system all the time. You can lead to adrenal fatigue. You know, the, the excess cortisol in the system is like poison for the brain and the body. Uh, it actually, uh, and this is where we can sometimes get caught up in the fact that, you know, when I'm on, I'm on, I'm on, I get shit done. Now, yeah. basically stress makes you slow, stupid <laughs> and, and tired and sick. So imagine having more subtle energy and clarity and focus on the things that are important. And that's what meditation kind of does. So it'll, by removing the stress and tension and fatigue out of the system, you'll have more energy in the bank for when you need it. So one thing I haven't lost is my edge. My edge, but what I used to do was waste a lot of my edge on trivial shit. I get fired up around someone cutting me off in traffic. I get fired up because someone said something like this to me. It's all waste. It's all waste of energy. So yep. now my reactive like I used to be. Now I'm like, okay, where does my energy need to go? Here, this project right now, I'm on. Or here, that person right there, I'm on. And so it's a lot more of a constructive uh, use of uh, your energy as opposed to that reactive, oh, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on. It's, it's a jittery um, feel. And so that sort of ties into the, the productivity piece. Of a lot of people like, I'm too busy. I don't have time for it. So um, that right there, it's just, a, it's just saying I don't prioritize it. So if anyone says I don't have time for it, I don't accept that. I te- I've taught single mums run businesses. It's it's priority. I mean, whether you, I mean, PTs are the few people that I sort of say, okay, maybe don't get up early. Someone get up at four or three in the morning. I'm like, there's a line there. I get that. So, <laughs> at 11 a.m. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's um, it's more around like, what are you prioritizing your day? If you look at your day and look back at it, like, where's your time gone? How much time have you spent scrolling? You know, yeah. maybe bits and pieces. It's, it's, we can always find. All you need is 10 minutes. That's right. Two little 10-minute blocks, you've got time. And I would argue that, and the ROI on that, because I also do some stuff with corporate and the corporate big round, it's all about ROI. So you actually do get uh, time added back into your day in terms of your faster decision-making and your awareness. And you're more productive, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so um, you get it back, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's a, actually that's a really good way to look at it. Return on investment. I like that. And you're right. Like I have the same discussion with a lot of people in regarding finding time. But people argue I don't have time to train. You know, I don't have time to exercise. Well, you do. You've just got to look at your week and look at your days and break it down. And believe it or not, you will find time. There's time there. It's just 
your priority. What's your priority? You know, so yeah, yeah. So med- meditation is exactly the same. And like you said, like you, you don't need a, you need an hour to exercise, but you, you don't need an hour to meditate. Ten minutes, like that's that's easy. It's really simple, isn't it? You can just yeah. Sit and close your eyes. So, and in terms of like with the just back to the beginners and skeptics thing, is just to maybe try a couple and to, if possible, get taught by someone. Yeah. Just okay. Like, in the gym, right? Then you go there and start lifting weights. You're the chance, better going to hurt yourself if you don't yeah. get taught by someone properly. Yep. Similarly, here, you hurt yourself, but you might sit there and go, oh, it's not really doing anything, it wasn't working, or I hate it, or it's uncomfortable, or whatever, and you just stop. Mm. And that's, I actually like a meditation to exercise. We know we should be doing it, yep. but what you do depends on your body and depends on what you want to get out of it. So it'd be like if you used to go, I did exercise, and you go to a spin class, you're like, I hated that, I'm exercising ever again. Same yeah. thing meditation, go to an app, and they're like, I hate meditation, you're doing that again. It's like, no, try something else. Okay, maybe do a yoga class. Maybe I'll do some um, heavy heavy weights or, you know, go for a, a, a jog. Who knows? There's different types out there. And similar meditation, try a couple and try to get some advice from someone who knows what they're talking about to help you actually understand it because the, the benefits you get are worth it if you can make it stick, just like with um, exercise. 100%, mate. No, that's great advice. It really is. Um, okay, so if someone wants to start your course, do you run it um, like in terms of blocks throughout the year or do, you, do people just can jump on, sign up and start whenever they like and how do they find it? Yeah, so I used to do uh, periodic courses yep. and I've now stopped and just made this pre-recorded one so you can learn anytime, anywhere and just do it in your own time. So it's literally ready to go. The free one and the, the beginner's course is all there ready to go. But then yep. I also have... If you want to work with me personally, then we just block it in, whether it's like you and a partner or you and a couple of friends or just yourself, we block that in as, as need if you want to do that or, or, or coaching or mentoring. So, um, and the best way to get through to me is just uh, on the old GRAM or just on the website. That's probably where I'm most active. So, well, I'll put that website on the show notes. So if, if someone wants to do one-on-one coaching, do they have to be local or you can do it like we're doing now by Zoom? All, all online now. Just because yep. it's the nature of the world. I teach people from, you know, even Buddy Holland to wow. US to here to wherever. I love it. So it's more accessible now. There you go. Unreal. Fantastic, mate. Well, we might start to wrap it up, mate. I really appreciate you giving up some time and giving some insight into meditation because it's certainly a topic um, and it, it sort of falls within health and fitness nonetheless, but it's something I don't know anything about other than what I've learned from your course to date. Um, but it certainly has its advantages, particularly like, you know, I see – so many clients of mine that are highly strung, stressed, anxious, um, you know, financial pressures, relationship pressures. So all of these things can certainly be um, assisted with some form of meditation by the sounds of things. And it's certainly something that they could benefit from, I reckon, particularly when the, the overall commitment is potentially 10 minutes a day. I think that's the big thing that people need to realise is the, the investment and the return are completely incomparable. Um, yeah, well, it, it's the way I look at meditation is like it power charges the other work that you do. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Like, I've, I've been obviously one of my business partners for another business I have, which is a men's wellness and performance business. Um, you know, what, what we used to see a lot of is you have people come and train, they'd train hard yep. and they'd eat pretty well, but they couldn't get past a certain level mm. it's because they were stressed the whole time. Yeah, well. Wow. And they were pumping cortisol on the system. So if your body's pumped in fight or flight, most of the time and you're yep. buzzing and you've got X and you're not working off the cortisol because you only train once a day and the rest mm. is just in your system that actually uh you know often people can't get past a certain levels because like cortisol is actually 
eating away at your muscle tissue, which then, of course, cuts down your metabolism. And so it's often otherwise we don't get their head around. It's like, yeah, I'm working hard. I'm training. I'm eating pretty well. And it's like, I can't get past another level. And it's like, it's because your nervous system's fucked. Yeah. Um, so it's like that power charger for everything else that you, that you do. I like that. That's a good way to put it, actually. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah. All right, mate, let's, uh, let's finish up. Um, so the question I ask every guest that comes on is who, who would you invite to dinner? So this is sort of more of a personal question. So if you could have someone, anyone over to dinner, fictional, non-fictional, live, dead, inspirational, motivational, could be a couple of people, um, who would you have to sit down and just have a good chin wag with over uh, you know, a good meal and a couple of drinks? So the two people I'd, in, I'd bring over would be a guy called Aubrey Marcus, He's based over in the States yep. and he has a podcast and he also owns like a wicked uh, gym called On It. And then they've got Alpha Brain as well, which is like this uh, mental performance thing. And he's just this really guy, really insightful guy. Right. He's also got a rough and fun side to him and he's done some cool shit. Like he, he's experimented with everything from psychedelics to polyamorous relationships to, you know, training yeah, well. heavy and all and he's done like dark rooms over in I think it was Poland like where you sit in the darkness for 10 days like he's done all this crazy crazy shit yeah right and his approach is also quite um what's the word humble and vulnerable like you will share all this shit as well it's like yeah I've got it all sorted so there's a level of there but he also has a bit of fun to it because I'm a bit of a I like to have a drink have a bit of fun so there's that balance of like doing the work but also and depth but also a bit of lightheartedness and then the other guy I invite is I think is so entertaining is Matthew McConaughey so he is just like listening to him talk and the way he tells story for me is so, so intriguing, but he also has a level of insight. Like he's, he's quite intelligent and he's also got a level of depth as well. And so he's another guy I can, he'd be so like, I can, can talk to him for hours. Yeah, wow. and I, I listened to his book, Green Lights and I had it on audio. Yep. I did the audio book and I was like, it's just the way he tells the stories is, is amazing. And I think he's had such an interesting life as well. So they're the two guys at this this current moment that I'd probably uh, bring over for a bottle of wine. Unreal, mate. Fantastic. I like that. That's two different answers. I didn't expect that. That's, yeah, very, very cool, very insightful. Um, <laughs> thanks very much for giving up your time again, mate. Really appreciate it. Thank you for opening up about uh, meditation. Hopefully the listeners have got a little bit more insight into what it's all about and the fact that it's not as, um, you know, spiritual or woo-woo as we once believed. And um, I love your approach. I think it's really, really cool. So, uh, thank you once again and um, yeah hopefully uh, you have a good weekend Dave. cheers bro thanks for having me well that's it for another podcast and I cannot thank um, Genoa enough for his time and his insightfulness and his ability to sort of explain meditation in a simplistic fashion that we can all um, understand and really appeal to and I urge anyone out there that is sort of struggling at the moment or has a bit of anxiety a bit of stress a bit of um, you know, for me, it was something about just controlling my thoughts and being able to um, calm and be in the moment uh, when I did this uh, this course, and I found it very, very useful. So have a look. His uh, website, it will be in the show notes. Um, but inside of that, if you are interested in any of my coaching services, please jump on paulsbodyengineering.com. And as I say, um, in regards to sharing this podcast, please share it to your family and friends. Put it on uh, your stories and tag myself as Paul's Body Engineering. Um, tag Genoa as well if you can. And as I say to every client, every single day, have a great day.